The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking to the John Benson from CopyPro and Epic Email about using NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, in emails and treating emails like they're video sales letters. That sounds weird, we're going to get into it. Now, at the end of this episode, we don't want you to feel like you're all alone with questions about how you can do this and how it applies to you. So come and hang out in our free Facebook group. It's called the Email Marketing Show Community. And every single day, thousands of people are all engaging, interacting to figure out how they can apply email marketing to their business, to their products, to their services. So come and hang out with us. Just open Facebook and search for the Email Marketing Show Community. It's a really great place to be. He always puts stuff in the oven at 200 degrees, no matter what it is. It's comedy hypnotist Robert Temple. And he's a proactive at-everyone hater. It's psychological mind reader, Kennedy. I want to just confirm it is 200 degrees Celsius and not Fahrenheit for a start, because that would be bloody hot. Yeah, that would turn out like your mum's cooking. <laughs> Ooh, lovely sprouts from me, ma'am. <laughs> just like you, you like if you buy like ready meals and stuff, you know, like chicken burgers and stuff. Like it's always like 180, 200, 210, 220 degrees. Stick it in at 200. Generally speaking, it's all right, and it just comes out and it's fine. Give it an extra few minutes if it looks a bit anemic, and then eat it. And if you don't die, it's all good. And I've made it to 35, and here I am. So you know, there you are. And look, look how you turned out. What an absolute. Beauty of health. Specimen. <laughs> Hello. I do, I do know what you mean, though, about this thing where everyone's tagging at everyone in Facebook groups. It's very annoying. It just fuck. And I, I, get, I get into Facebook and it's like, oh, Mike has tagged you in a post. I'm like, oh, Mike's a nice guy. I go over and I realize Mike's a dick because Mike's used the at everyone thing, yeah. which means Mike has not tagged me. So. Yeah, I, th- I don't think anybody likes it, and it's a quick way of getting me out of your Facebook group. Not that you probably wanted me in your Facebook group in the first place, but I'll, I'll sharp you out if you use it. So, yeah. Anyway, hello. We are a stage hypnotist and a psychological mind reader turned email marketing geeks who love giving course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business. That means you get to make more sales more predictably in less time. With a brand new email marketing, every email marketing Wednesday. Happy email marketing Wednesday, folks. Yes, indeed. If you haven't already, this is the perfect time to hit the subscribe button on your podcast player, whichever podcast player you are listening to us on. That way you'll get a little notification every email marketing Wednesday when a brand new episode is released. Also, take a little photograph or a screenshot as you're listening to this episode and share it on social media. Tag us at Rob and Kennedy and we will share it as well. Lovely. Right, Rob, we've got John Benson in, in the wings. We have, and I've got three potential facts for you about John. I'm going to read them out to you. Uh, John, poke a face, please. Uh, Kennedy, you've got to try and guess which one of these things is true. One of them's true. Two of them, I've com- I'm hopefully, I made up. You never know. Like one day, one day, just by chance, I might say three things that are all correct, but we'll find out. Here we go. John Benson has an encyclopedic knowledge about tropical fish. John Benson prank phone called people pretending to be a bank. And John Benson is allergic to pollinated fruits. Oh, none of these sound like things you would make up because I don't think you can spell tropical. Um, let's think. Has John Benson got... Any, he's got an encyclopedic knowledge of a lot of things and lots of health stuff. Um, he's a real wizard when it comes to all of that stuff. Um, prank phone call pretending to be a bank. 
And he's a funny guy. Would he do that? Would he? Do- I think he has an allergic. I think he's allergic to pollen, pollinated fruits. I'm going to go with the pollinated fruits. John, which one's true? All three. (laughs) (laughs) All things, all three. I do not have an encyclopedic knowledge. I'm a dive master, so I should have an encyclopedic knowledge of fish, but I don't. I I, I look at that fish, I go, oh, that's the fish that goes like this. And, you know, I'm not very, very good at it. Uh, But I I do have an allergy to most fruits, but not a literal one. I just don't like them. So, but the truth, the, the, the real one was the, yeah, we had the same number as a, as a bank in college. And when we moved into a new apartment, my roommate and I decided to keep the number because it was just too much fun answering the phone saying first aid bank and giving them, you know, really bad news on the phone about their account. <laughs> 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 it, it got really crazy. I'll have to tell you about it sometime, but that is very 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 funny a lot of people who know you know you as the guy who invented the video sales letter that is possibly the highest converting conversion mechanism the world's ever seen simple words on a on a video turning sales letters into videos i mean change change the world right change the industry but you've decided that wasn't quite enough <laughs> And you were just saying it was beforehand. Yeah, well, you know how that's made billions of dollars of people. I thought it would be quite good. I mean, you weren't quite as blase as I'm pretending you were. Um, But I decided to apply that formula that's worked so well to email. And we were like, dude, let's get on and record a podcast about this. So tell us how that's actually going to work before we get into into the details of it. Yeah, well, I, it didn't start out that way. I started out, people were asking me early on, and this is how actually the software copy pro got built is that the people were asking, Hey, you built those VSL software and VSL training. So I was the first guy to have copywriting software that I'm aware of. At least there might've been some other people that weren't very big, but, but uh, so we put some time and effort into building the VSL software, but it really wasn't software. It was, it was just kind of a way to get people through the course faster, but people loved it. And they said, Oh, can you do the same thing for email? And I was like, no, it's impossible to do the same thing for email because I mean, email is very into across, you know, a million different spectrum. So, but uh, as you probably guessed, we did figure out a way to do that. That became, that became copy pro. But in the inner, in the interim, I started thinking of ways I could take an email and apply the same NLP and persuasion tactics that I was using in VSLs in an obviously super condensed form, uh, not exactly the five-step VSL process that I've got known for. But how do we make it to where we have the, some of the same things going on, including a pattern interrupt, including uh, uh, including future pacing, including all this kind of stuff that you normally don't see in emails? And that became Epic Email. And that's that's the cool, it is, it's blowing doors right now. It's doing real well. I love it. And that's just for people who might have heard of NLP, but not really be sure quite what it is, or maybe even haven't heard of NLP. Obviously, it stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. But like, how do you define that for somebody who wants to like figure out that they might want to start using this? Yeah, so so, uh, NLP, as you know, has a lot of different shades and flavors and a lot of different people practicing it, and some of them practicing for nefarious reasons. So I use NLP as just a a tool. I could use it in a a tool belt. It's not something people ask me all the time, do you have a course on it? And I go, no, I I just started studying the stuff in college because I was fascinated by how human beings uh, hear things and how we are persuaded to do things through simple language commands without being on the manipulative side of things. Now, I think Kennedy, you know, we were talking about this in, in Florida that 
that manipulation by its by definition is not necessarily an inherently evil thing. We manipulate our children all the time to eat to eat their vegetables, although I think they should be eating more steak. But that that's me. But so we, we, we manipulate our kids all the time, right? You're like, oh, if you do this, I'm going to get you this. I'm going to make sure that you get this nice ice cream treat or whatever. So in, in, it's not necessarily a bad thing. When people hear it now, they just assume that it's something negative. But sales and persuasion is is really the art of ethical manipulation. Is how I see it, and I. See, NLP is just one of the building blocks, one of the tools you can use to to build, if the person is willing to do so, ethical ethical manipulation, if you will, or ethical persuasion, because it's really the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. So one of the first things we've got to do, and we know that at the beginning of any sales conversation, we've got to grab attention, whether it's the beginning of a a VSL or a sales or an ad or I mean literally anything we don't have attention we, we we are shouting into a void but the idea of grabbing people's attention in this sort of much more passive format of, of email where it's like hey I'm just going through my emails and I'm learning some stuff as I go how can we apply grabbing that attention by using something like you mentioned before like a pattern interrupt mm-hmm. to grab that attention what do we do there What I usually do is I start an email off with just one or two sentences that seem either out of place or direct somebody into something they're normally not used to being directed to in an email. For example, I I just had an email that converted really well. And the very first sentence is, look around your room. So that's not a request, that's a command. And I'm using, you know, look, is it obviously, you know, we're using a lot of these seated NLP phrases like look now, you know, you know, you know how this gamut works here, right? right. Uh, the, uh, you can use words to co-create uh, patterns where you stop. You can create words where you engage somebody's mind without them knowing that you're engaging their mind. You can, cre- you can do all kinds of really cool things with, with basic NLP. So look around your room it's just something that you normally don't start an email with, right? And so I bridge that gap by saying, it, when I write the command, I have to kind of write something that follows that makes sense. So I, so that it's so when you do this, it's kind of like it, 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 the emails start writing themselves, which is kind of cool. So start with a command or start with something that's going to could shake some ice pattern. For example, another one was like, um, uh, what's the what's the one thing you remember the most about your father? So mm. I, I'm just starting off like, like I, these these interesting things. You could even start with a story. It's like um, so, and I start with a story. I always in the subject line, I'll use something odd from the story and tag it with something to tie it to somebody famous, like Elon Musk and my lost dog. You know, so it would be an example. So, so, so someone who's training right now, Elon's definitely training right now, uh, and, and say, and, and and my lost dog, and it's like, and then, I, so now I have to write a story. Now I just made that up, literally right here on the spot. So that's not a real mm-hmm. subject line, but I could take that subject line, Elon Musk and my lost dog. I don't even have a dog. I wish I did, but I don't. But I could create a story around that because now my mind's going, well, you don't have a dog, and what is there about Elon Musk? How do you fuse these things together? And the very start of that story would service as the pattern, or actually the pattern of starts with the subject line in that case. So there's, those are all part of the E of Epic, which is engage. So how do you engage somebody? You engage someone by first disengaging them from their current patterns of thought. And you have to do that because people are just bombarded with messages, e- emails, text, you name it, right? How many emails do you get in a day? Average person answers 142 emails a day. So, so that, that's it's just an insane number, uh, insane level of communication we have going on now here with the outside world. So, you have to break the pattern. You have to come in and say, "I'm going to force you to pay attention to what I am having to say." It's not again. It's not. There's nothing nefarious here. It's just the way the mind works. 
Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. So we're gonna we've got their attention mm. where by interrupting that pattern, just thinking about and it's it's not, and it can be as simple as thinking, what is my audience generally doing while they're reading my emails? They're scrolling through other things, they're sort of you know, their partner is talking to them or they're doing whatever. I need to interrupt that by something that is just different. It doesn't people I think mistake this, and you'll hear this a lot, John, by thinking the thing that interrupts them, it, it has to be outrageous. Right. It can be. That is definitely one method sure. for interrupting pattern by just shouting some crazy word, mm-hmm. but but it's not the only way of doing it. It's it's literally just by changing that. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm curious to now know what the p what the p in epic stands for. Uh, that's the one that most people are the most interested in. It stands for promote. So, and by the way, this is not necessarily an order. Sometimes I mix these orders up, but in this particular case, we can talk about an order. So, I should probably just start by saying promote is without doing something to break the pattern without doing something to capture someone's attention, what I call engagement, your promotion is going to fall on deaf ears for the most part. It's not mean that people aren't going to buy. You're still going to get the lowest hanging fruit, but we want to capture as many people as we possibly can and sell as many people as we possibly can. Otherwise we shouldn't be marketers. So now, but I put the caveat always on here because what I'm teaching is the equivalent of giving somebody a, a loaded weapon. I'm hoping that they are going to be follow through and do this and, and use it to, you know, go hunting or protect their family, not go rob a convenience store. So the same thing is true here of words, which can be loaded weapons. I'm trusting that you're not going to use this to rip people off and sell them stuff that they don't need. So this is all in the, the essence of what I'm talking about is how do we break through and persuade at the highest level ethically? So let me just make sure that we say that. So uh, promotion is really for me about it, it kind of harkens back to the the old adage of you know gain logic fear right the the, the structure that we all know that, that's been taught a thousand times or most of us know if you don't know gain logic fear is is a kind of a threefold way of approaching uh, any sort of promotion so or any sort of content even so what will you first start by what are you going to gain by getting this you know what happens benefit driven right now I don't call it gain logic fear and epic I renamed it but it's essentially the same thing with one essential difference so uh, so I'll just use gain logic fear because it's more known but so what do you gain what are the benefits of what I'm looking at why is it logically the most consistent way to to live up to your current values? So in other words, logic for me is based on where are your values and you have to know that as an avatar, you have to know your avatar, know who you're marketing to, what generally speaking are their values? Now you can't know the individual values, but you can know generally speaking, do they value family? If if, if you're marketing to like, uh, if you're marketing uh, diapers, right? You're you're pretty damn sure that they value family and that's gonna be at the top of the list, right? Or if you're marketing to conservatives in the Midwest, you're pretty sure that religious faith is going to be near the top of those. So, so where, how do you tie this to their existing core values? You know, this will help you in in your daily walk. So if I said that to the average Christian, they would know exactly what I'm talking about. If I said that to the average agnostic or the average person just walking the street, they wouldn't know what I was even talking about because they don't use that terminology. So that's just a, that's just one example. So know your avatar, very important, but the logic part is like, this is what you need to help you go from A to Z. This is going to, this, or this study shows that, oh, and, and studies prove that blah, blah, blah. So that's a logical statement. You're still selling, but you're using logic. And then finally, if fear, and normally this is reserved for the last bit of email saying, look, if you don't do this, here's what could happen to you. And this is a bad thing. And I don't want that to happen to you. But what I'm suggesting inside the Epic email format is that you actually tap on all three. And that's the promotion sequence. The promotion sequence is really about like, this is going to help you blank 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 it's going to help you benefit right it's going to help you benefit it's working 72 percent faster than any other method tried logic right 
and it will help you avoid the pain of X. Now, avoid the pain of X is a nice way of saying the fear, right? But they, oh, you put the pain of X in the mind, so you don't have to say, and if you don't do this, you're going to die an early death. And that, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying it will help you avoid <laughs> yeah. pain. So what is their, what are their pain points? Now, you may be saying to yourself right now, oh, I kind of need to know a little bit more about my avatar, and that's a whole other section of conversation that we could have. But without knowing your avatar, you would never know any of this stuff. But if you do know your avatar, you should know these three things. What's a logical, coherent statement I can make? What are the benefits they're going to get? just listing one or two, and then what will help them avoid and what pain do they experience? So that's the promotion side. And then of course, a direct call to the link. And if I can, I'm going to give a little tip here. So the link, I always break these segments up with, with NLP transition phrases. So the very first phrase is obviously doing something that's going to scratch your attention. Like I, I might just start with the word look colon. Okay. What have I just done? That's a command. <laughs> it's an NLP command. I'm causing someone to stop and look at what I'm saying. That's you. You may not know that's what's going on, but that is what's going on in your subconscious mind. So look. Okay, so and I just go right into the next sentence. The, the promotion could be right after that. It could be one sentence long. Then the promotion, what I just said, and then I'll transition into the promotion. Go here now. Look here. Check this out. These are all very simple, very basic NLP commands. And then the the hyperlink or the link to the uh, the text link to the uh, where I want them to go which is the subject line. Now we can talk about subject lines at another time, but that's my subject line trick. And it's a very good one because if they've opened the email, chances are very great that your subject line was attractive. So why not repeat it in the link? And when you do that, John, do you ever change the context a little bit? So do you, mm -hmm. you try and keep the main essence of it? So if the subject line was quite like designed to get it opened, obviously in the link, it might be click here to, do you do that or does it have to be verbatim? No, it's not. It, it's, you can, you should test it like in a, a really good email marketer. And I'm not saying that I am, I'm not a, I'm a good one, but I'm not a diligent one. I'm not nearly as diligent as you guys, but if you're diligent with it, you should run a test and see, you'd run a 50, 50 split test to see just word for word works or if you want to add a little bit here like click here to x you know whatever some sort of command or some sort of a pointing command is what i call them when you're pointing to something you know it's, it's with words or you can use arrows too but you know you know point to the link make sure they see it you know that's that's a uh, free street that's pretty cool it, it's it's a great tip isn't it like take because people often think oh what can my subject line be you could do it the other way around yes well you should always write your email first before the subject line. What did you put as the link that you want them to click? Because if you think that's the most important part of your email, you've written something there. And of course, if you've done that mistake, maybe, of writing click here as your hyperlink, that's a new lesson for you, which is maybe change that up as well. Yeah. You know, maybe don't have click here. Uh, like everybody who was downloading the, uh, the, remember back in the day, everyone was downloading Adobe Reader right. and it was all like click here to download and the highest <laughs> search result for click here was Adobe Acrobat back in the day. You don't want to be another right. click here kind of person, right? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but yeah. here's what's interesting is, is you could, and we've done this once before by mistake, we'll go back and look at our highest, uh, our, our highest click, uh, uh, click three is whatever you want to call it, CTRs. So, so we'll look at the links that are clicked the most frequently. That's what I'm trying to say. And we'll, <laughs> we'll take a link that's, you know, uh, four months old or whatever that was clicked on, you know, at an obscene level of times. And we'll just make that the subject line of an email that we want to open up to give it a test. And most of the time, those subject lines convert to open really, have really nice open rates to them. Because again, oh. this is something that's proven. We know people are interested in. And granted, it's taken a little bit out of context. But even if it said, you know, if a subject line that was, I don't know, we're getting into subject lines, but a subject line said, you know, a new fat burning solution, click here. It would be so odd 
that people might just open it. And, 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 you know, of course, you know, click here means tap here too on, on mobile devices. So people will see a click here. They'll just do it naturally. So yeah, there's some really cool tricks to the subject lines and, and, and how we use that for getting higher clicks. But there's an interesting thing I think in all bits of marketing and it's coming through here which is this idea of that a lot of the time I think people are worried that they don't know all the tricks and strategies and tactics and then they might not get it absolutely right mm -hmm. whereas actually a lot of the time it is just about throwing shit at the wall and try stuff and see what sticks especially if you look at like Facebook ads or making YouTube videos or something yes. sometimes you'll just happen to get the right thumbnail on a YouTube video at the right time on the right day of the of the month at the right time where the, the content just happens to be more timely than you knew it was yep. going to be and it happens to be a winner and I think one of the cool things we get with email is especially if you if you've like if like us you email every day you get more chances to find the stuff that works with email than probably anything else like you can't set you can't do anything else as regularly as you can do and send an email yep. uh, so i think just just the big lesson that uh, a big lesson to pull out of that is just to try some stuff and see what happens like Absolutely. it doesn't have to be a sure hit sure surefire hit winner every single time uh, to get really good results totally true yeah the, and it's like babe ruth at bat you know the more times yeah. you get up to bat the more chances you're going to have at hitting a home run yeah, totally. And the other lesson I want to pull out of this is actually even the top copywriters in the world and, and John is absolutely among them you're not reinventing stuff you're not creating brand new stuff from scratch every single time you're going and saying well I need a really good subject line for this new promotion where can I get the data from mm -hmm. like I think a lot of people mistake that marketing is the pretty pictures department marketing should be sat next to accounts because it's the data department mm, very true yeah if more right. marketers took that approach or more copywriters you would have far more successful launches and enterprises for sure i think so if you but yeah as first creative goes i mean i i will say that probably about 10 15 of what i i create is uh, so i i try on purpose to create something new i i think it's one of the reasons why uh, i got into this whole thing to start with is i wanted to be creative and and, and so um that being said it's that's not the best business model because because yes you will occasionally discover something that's quote unquote groundbreaking, even if it's a repackaging of something that maybe you didn't even know about, right? And that's cool, mm. but but the art of marketing isn't about creating something new every time. The art of marketing is about sending what you know works and do that most of the time. And if you have a creative itch like I do, experiment here and there and see what happens. But. Yeah, the creativity can be like bringing the, all the ingredients together, can't it? Yeah. Um, I'm di actually, we've been talking about subject lines, so I think we should get into this section of... Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Right, John, what's your subject line this week? Subject line of the week. Um, so it'd it have to be... It'd have to be... Um, gosh, what was it? I just drew a blank on it. You <laughs> asked me that, I was like, oh no, I can't remember. Um, we, it, it, we were promoting, it, the, finishing up this whole, uh, this, this whole epic email promo. And one of the subject lines that did, did really well, I'm trying to remember exactly how I worded it. It was, a uh, um, oh, um, you know, uh, it was automatic email selling machine. So the word automatic is the one that, that, that out converted everything. And so, so, and I put automatic in quotes and the clicks went up even higher. So if you want, if you want to get attention in a subject line, don't use all caps because it can get filtered out pretty quickly uh but quotes are pretty convenient for that yeah mm. and it's I like kind it of people, people overuse air quotes don't they in like real life i do it i definitely do it i like i'll go oh yeah because like you know yeah. uh he said he was a marketer yeah, exactly. <laughs> but i think the minute you kind of it's effectively the sarcastic air quotes in a subject line i love that yeah well yeah, yeah and people I think don't know where also... you're coming from too because it, it can come across you know how text reads in people's mind you don't yeah. you have context for it but but they'll read sarcasm if they're, if they're if they're of a sarcastic bent or they're coming off of something that where they have a reason to be jaundiced about it but uh, so yeah i think i 
think those kind of tricks are really, really cool. Just, just simple text tricks rather than anything like emojis or stuff like that. So just, just. I think I like, I like the way that the, the inverted commas or the speech marks actually sort of softens the arrogance and the overpromise and the hypiness of automatic. If it was just automatic sales machine, yeah. that's a very aggressive, certain thing. Yeah. It's a bit like most of the time when you use all those softening words, it gives it more credibility we believe it more it has less resistance too right yeah the other thing is it does have less, less resistance and, and also you you can immediately create less resistance by adding a question mark which is what we did so uh, automatic selling machine was a question mark i don't know if i mentioned that earlier because i was going pretty it, quick there but um so adding a question mark and even in I've, I've done this before this is not from this week but automatic if it, if it was automatic selling machine i would have added in in parentheses something like not really dot 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 yeah and so now <laughs> like why are you sending it to me this so it creates this like wait is this is, is he going to debunk something that's going around yeah you don't know and that's the whole idea again scratching the pattern of the brain is what we want to do we want to get we want to wedge our way in there and you can do that starting with subject lines but definitely starting with the first section of your email I love that. I love we sometimes it. use words on the end. You'll say something, uh, you, this this happens automatically in brackets, sort of, or exactly. almost. Like the minute you just take away from it a little bit, it's yeah. great. I love it. Yep, yep. It's really good. That's, the, yeah. that's this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Uh, John, if people want to find out more about you and everything you're up to and Epic emails and Copy Pro and everything else, tell us how do we find you? Where do we go? Yeah, for uh, for Epic email, it's just johnbenson.com forward slash Epic, and I don't spell my name with an H, so J-O-N, and that will give you the, the sales page that uh, will tell you more about it. As for CopyPro, CopyPro.ai, and that will get you into CopyPro. I love it. Absolutely amazing. John, mate, thanks for coming and hanging out and chatting and going through all this stuff. We never, You never know when these conversations are going to go, yeah. but uh, we've got to some really awesome stuff, so always good to see you, always good to chat. Thanks, thanks again. John Benson, everyone, that was absolutely awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if you haven't already hit subscribe on your podcast player, make sure you do it right now because we're back next week, next email marketing Wednesday with a brand new episode. If you hit subscribe, it'll automatically download to your device. We will see you then. Cheers. The-